weren't, but that one mistake wouldn't seem to go away. She thought about the message she'd gotten a few days before. Her husband owed money, and they were coming after her for it. She'd tried telling them they were divorced, and she wasn't responsible for some debt he'd taken on in prison. But apparently the mob wasn't big on divorce. She put it out of her head. She would go to the cops. It would all go away. First, she needed to deal with the problem of hot Drew and her sister's need to get her laid. I know that, but it was really bad, and I need more me time. Mary sighed over the line. It's been two years. It's going to dry up. I learned that in my anatomy class. If you don't use it, a vagina turns to dust. Her sister was so nasty sometimes, but Carly had to laugh. (laughs) Well, I will sweep that sucker up then because it's gotten me into a lot of trouble in the past. She sighed, missing her sister since she transferred to Duke. I'll meet him and talk to him, but don't expect more than that. It's all I ask, Mary replied, sounding chipper. Well, and that you give me all the dirty details. Tell me something. Have you thought about dumping Patricia the Terrible and moving up here with me? I found a job at the school you would love. Yeah, she likely would. And then her sister might see the inside of a prison cell. Two more years. She had two more years until the statute of limitations ran out and her sister was free and clear. You know I love my job. There was a pause on the line. I know you say that. I don't know how much I believe it. All right, I love you. Call me later and tell me everything and stop frowning. The line clicked and she put her phone back in her bag. She wasn't frowning. Well, maybe a bit. The waitress showed her to a table on the patio overlooking the street. She would smile, shake his hand, and they would both laugh about the mistake. They were horrifically mismatched. She glanced down at the menu. Of course, he might not show at all. She might get to sit here in the sun and have a lovely meal that didn't include salad, and she would pull out her tablet and read. That would be awesome. Lasagna and a book. Maybe a glass of Pinot and some cheesecake all alone. She was sure that sounded pitiful to some people, but it was the perfect afternoon for her. Peace, quiet, solitude. No overbearing bosses or their lecherous husbands. If that man accidentally touched her ass one more time, she wasn't going to care that he was 87. He would get a colonoscopy the hard way. She would shove that cane of his right up his keister. She glanced out and saw a man walking up the street. Whoa, now there was a man she could look at for days. With dark hair that curled around his ears, he looked like a movie star. She noticed two other women stopping to stare at him as he passed. Was there a movie filming in town? No, Patricia always knew about those. She would try to get the stars to give her magazine an interview or get them on her show to talk about home decorating tips. Of course, Patricia had been distracted lately. Ever since she'd come back from the funeral of an old business partner, she'd been distant. 
not quite her old evil self. Oh, she humiliated Carly at least twice a day, but she lacked the vigor and glee she used to have. Carly had to wonder if Stephen Castellano had been the one true love Patricia had talked about that night when she'd gotten too drunk, the day before her wedding when she'd acted almost human. That was the night she'd seen the devil cry. Five more minutes, and she would declare herself free and clear. Maybe she would switch restaurants in case this Drew guy was the kind of man who showed up super late to a date. Columbia wasn't far away. She could get some sangria and Cuban food. Anything to enjoy her one afternoon to herself. Soon they would go back to L.A. and the guest house she stayed in there. It was close to Patricia's Santa Monica mansion. Close enough that she could be at Patricia's side in less than a minute. She knew.